0: everybody.
1: Good day, everybody. Welcome to episode four of the Good Day podcast, where Maxie and I talk about our adventures.
0: We are still in New Zealand, but I think this will be our last podcast from New Zealand.
1: Yes, on to Tasmania next. We don't have our flights booked yet, but that's how we roll.
0: Honestly, like that's very normal for us. Please don't worry about us yeah. back home.
1: Yeah, No flights yet, and we actually missed a bunch of stuff from uh, like two weeks ago just
0: yeah because all the chaos of like the four-day hiking trip with no service and having to recap everything that we forgot a ton of things yeah from so, before the trip
1: back uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about the best beaches we visited and I think I have a new number one on my list
0: uh I honestly have the same well it was my number one up until the hiking trip
1: yeah the hiking trip beaches were topped some of the beaches. I think it topped but, every Sydney beach.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll think about that one. But, um, Raglan, yes. in the North Island of New Zealand, the Northwest Coast.
1: It is famous for having one of the best right surfing waves in the world. And when we went there, the waves weren't that good, but there was just one spot where just the waves looked like it went on for miles. Like, you would surf a wave... For a mile. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, and what was most interesting about this surfing area was that when you look off in the distance, all you see is these rolling hills or mountains. And they just go on and on and on as far as you could see, and you can't see any towns within them because it's just like pure nature.
1: Yeah, absolutely gorgeous place. It was a black sand beach too, so it kind of yeah, like it was hot. you felt it when it was a, it was like a cool day out, like 65, 60 degrees. But when you got on that beach, it was like a hundred. It was crazy hot.
0: Yeah, it was a windy day and it was burning hot. But
1: massive waves coming at the beach. I. Faye and I went in, and Maxie went in up to her shoulders. Yeah. Hero went all the way in. Like, but... to
0: my neck. Uh, I didn't have to go far to do that, but yeah, I and Faye went much farther. We got
1: pummeled by the waves, which was fun.
0: I got nervous because there was a strong left current, and, like, every rip, time yeah. I picked up my foot, I felt like I was going to have to fight the current and didn't want to deal with it, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm. I, I think the beach just was absolutely gorgeous. I would totally... Rank that in my top three beaches we've seen so far. Uh, maybe top five. Top five beaches.
0: Honestly, I love it. The more we're talking about it, it reminds me of how I declared that I was gonna have a house upon a cliff looking down at Ragland. So maybe I'll do that one day. <laughs> they have very modern houses in this country, and it is so up my alley. Also in Australia, but I feel like New Zealand's a newer country, so like all their houses are. new build all the houses
1: are just so modern and beautiful they're very very nice like huge glass windows and black and wood it's it's quite beautiful yeah
0: Yeah. and Corey's doing his laundry in the background so hopefully that's not super loud in this podcast yeah because we can hear it
1: yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) another thing we forgot about while we were at hobbiton um
0: Oh, the most special moment.
1: Yeah, you can go into it a little bit. We were at the As end of we our tour. As we were
0: leaving, like, they were trying to usher us out of Hobbiton, and there was a wedding.
1: Yeah, it was <laughs> Like, they
0: set up a wedding within, like, the 20 minutes that we were in the little Hobbit house, and we we were just, I don't know, it was the same area that we were on the tour, and it was completely empty, and then by the time we got back out of the house, there was... A full-on wedding, probably, like, 50 people sitting down and ready to go. They were waiting for the bride. We saw the bride and all her bridesmaids all getting ready to walk down the aisle, being all nervous. It was adorable.
1: I was just so confused. I did not know what was happening. And, like, some guy was like, go, 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 go. And then I looked to my right, and there's, like, seven girls in different colored dresses. I really was expecting someone to be dressed up like Legolas or Gandalf, but no, like, if I wasn't invited to a wedding there... 100% dressing up like uh, Aragon easily or Gandalf.
0: Yeah, but I guess they weren't that dorky. They were dorky enough to have a wedding at Hobbiton, but they were dressed totally normal. It was so sweet.
1: Yeah, I would definitely wear a cape or a cloak or whatever (laughs) they call those things because that's formal wear. As a
0: guest or as the... As a guest,
1: 100%. Oh my God. I I
0: guess that's fair. So
1: I would love to go to a wedding at Hobbiton if anyone is trying to get married there. So, I'm down. I will be there. Even though it's like on the opposite side of the entire world.
0: Yeah, we'll be there.
1: Faye, could be you, Faye. (laughs) Yeah. That
0: would be great.
1: Uh, Another thing, speaking of Faye, she showed us around the Hamilton Gardens, which it was like a botanical garden that was the nicest botanical garden in the world. It
0: is iconic. Corey's right. It's definitely the best one in the world.
1: Yeah, one, it was
0: massive.
1: Yeah, it was so, so big. And, like, well, a quick little side story. Last time we tried to go to a botanical garden was in Houston. Or, yep. Yeah, Houston.
0: Oh, wait.
1: It was somewhere in Texas. But basically, we were going in there. Maxie had her camera and her little tripod that was like a collapsible, foldable, like. It was less than six inches probably maybe a foot at most no not even a foot and we get there we get at the door and the lady's like you cannot bring the tripod in and we're like what she's like you cannot bring the tripod in and then we
0: had walked so far from the car to get to the entrance because it was a massive parking lot that we just walked back to the car and never went back but did you say that the camera was like strapped across my body, and then the mini tripod was already screwed into the bottom, just dangling, like barely dangling? So it wasn't even like I was carrying in a tripod, ready to set it up somewhere. Like it was just already attached.
1: Yeah, and I remember talking to a lady. I'm like, "What? What do you mean, no tripod?" And she was like, "Yeah, no, it's just our rules." And I was like, "So, At a what if I, <laughs> Yeah, what if I leave the camera behind and just bring the tripod?" And she was like, "No tripod." So. But our experience at the Hamilton Gardens was much better. They had a bunch of different like uh, designed flower spaces. I forget what they call them. Like, yeah, a lot uh, of
0: them were um, like countries, such as the Japan garden, yeah, or, or the, the
1: Egyptian, American. the Italian. Um, very cool, different yeah, like. They were amazing. There was an the India one, which was very nice. All of them were so cool.
0: Yeah, best botanical garden, most thought put into that. Yeah, I would recommend if you're in the North Island of New Zealand, take that trip to Hamilton.
1: Yeah, it's worth it.
0: Um, and so right before thing, yeah. our hike, we stayed in um, Keri, Keri, or some type of town near the national park, and it ended up being this kind of like weird Airbnb. It was, a, weird setup for it was sure. a beautiful house on a beautiful beach, but. It was, like, they had an upstairs Airbnb guest, and then they had us downstairs. Yeah,
1: so they had, like, a loft upstairs, and then we had our own room. And then the family, because it was, like, we just had a room in the family's house. The family had, like, the downstairs and, like, the back and then, like, a third floor somewhere. It was a very confusing setup. Yeah. But, essentially, we, it was just us and then the lady upstairs in the, uh... In the loft. And all day, we were sitting in the, like, like community space, just hanging out, like, eating and just, like, on our laptops or whatever. Um, and this lady was bumping music upstairs.
0: Like, seriously, blasting music. I would never do this in a shared house, ever.
1: She, like... Let
0: alone having a loft.
1: <laughs> like, the music was good, so I wasn't complaining.
0: I mean, I, I wasn't that into it, but... I won't knock her for it.
1: Yeah, so it, it was fine. But it was just, like, something that we noticed. And we're like, wait, is the house playing that? Because the people who own the house were downstairs in the kitchen playing music. But I don't think you, they were playing music. No, you couldn't hear it from oh. the from where we were. Because it was just soft enough in there. But you could hear, like, every lyric of the music the lady was playing. Oh, upstairs yeah, it was, was
0: as if she was playing it next to us. Because she just didn't care.
1: Yeah, and so later that night uh we're all we're not getting...
0: even that much later no like 40 so, minutes later yeah i think it
1: was eight thirty nine. 39 um and we're just sitting in our room with the door open so we we're our...
0: packing our bags for the trip the next day because we weren't going to take everything we're going to leave half the stuff in the car mm-hmm. we're all deciding on what to bring
1: yeah and <laughs> so we're just packing and laughing just like talking like not really we're not just... being
0: loud just being like having conversations
1: yeah, and then I forget what happened. She
0: came down the stairs and she was like, can you guys be quiet? Can you shut your door?
1: Yeah, she definitely just didn't, like, she wasn't realizing what she was doing
0: earlier. Yeah, was... she was very unaware of, like, how her blasting rap music and whatever other music she was playing for all of us to have to endure mm-hmm. and then told us to be quiet. Yeah. Like, so rude.
1: <laughs> yeah, very rude lady, but... um it was pretty funny to like, all of us in the room were like, yeah, sure, we'll shut the door. And then we were like, wait, wasn't, the... wasn't that lady blaring her music earlier? Like,
0: not even earlier. Be like, a little
1: more aware, yeah.
0: Yeah, rude, crazy person. Um, but another Airbnb we say that.
1: So nice.
0: Oh my God, this man, Peter, the host, was the nicest man I've ever met in my life, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's definitely one of those people who, like, you could, he could talk to a wall. And then, just, he, he could go on forever. But he was so, so nice. Like, so we talked to him. Like, normally when I get into an Airbnb, I just, I'm like, oh, yeah, what's up? Like, the say hi to the host, and that's it. But this guy, like, we sat and had tea and talked for an hour.
0: Yeah, immediately. He shared chips and dip with Corey. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He gave us a tour of the house. He greeted us outside upon arrival. Yeah. You could tell that he... Was retired and wanted to just have an Airbnb to meet travelers because he was just.
1: He would talk about his past Airbnb, Airbnb guests like they were his friends and stuff. Yeah, like, he would
0: be like Nadine, who was just here from Germany. She helped me with my camera, and yeah. oh my God, yeah, when Nadine was here, like he would lovingly talk about his next or his last guest.
1: Yeah, and we had we tried to help Old Mate with his his camera situation. <laughs> he like I don't know he had. Pictures on his camera and he couldn't get them onto his phone. I updated his software. I was trying everything just to get a good review, but
0: <laughs> no, because you're a nice person.
1: Yeah, we got we got his phone updated, but that's about as far as we got.
0: Yeah, he recommended an amazing hike. No, two amazing hikes.
1: Oh, uh, one was so cool. It's called the Pancake Rocks and Blowholes or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's
0: and
1: very cool. It, yeah like the this geological formation like is still unknown to scientists uh, at least some of the billboards said but it basically looked like uh these limestone rocks that were stacked on top of each other but formed together so they looked like a legit stack of like a thousand pancakes (laughs) at the sea which was really cool and at like the right tide um they they created like these holes so like the waves would splash up and explode through the holes and that's why they're called the blowholes like a whale i guess yeah
0: yeah and then he also recommended his neighbor's cafe right across from that hike called pancake rocks cafe yeah
1: most german guy ever
0: yeah we this guy the owner was so german that you would think that he was like a non-german person imitating a german yeah to the fullest extent
1: yeah he he was a character too and (laughs) we saw some absolute character so
0: oh it was open mic night it was
1: open mic night which our uh peter our abram B host told us and we didn't really know how like if there's like open mic night every week or whatever but it's only once a month so we definitely saw some um Um, interesting characters like we rolled up after the hike and the first guy we saw i think he like crawled out of a ditch or something yeah. that's what he looked like but then
0: a... more people that looked like him showed up yeah. <laughs> so i think it's just how these fishermen look
1: yeah it was like a classic 80 year old fisherman with a long gray beard he probably wasn't 80 but he's probably yeah he 65 was... 70 no
0: he was old with yeah. like rain tall rain boots and just looked homeless honestly but
1: yeah but he and he sung uh i forget what he sung but he sung it well
0: no, I didn't like
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was actually really bad. But the next three... So I guess this the system for open mic night is you sing three songs and then you're out. And then like you could just keep going and going and going. If no one else is there, you could keep singing. But three in rotation. And then the next people that got on absolutely crushed it. And they were singing all the original hits or like their own written hits. And then one guy... Was singing like the most anti-American song ever. Remember that guy? Yeah, it was
0: really creepy. He was singing, and he was singing it in a creepy way, and it was like
1: I don't know. He seems like he didn't like uh, like Americans. I still gave him some cheers though. Yeah. Food was good. Best oh fish gosh. and chips I've had though.
0: Best fish and chips of my life. So mm-hmm. thanks, Peter, for recommending the restaurant.
1: Yeah, give the man. Um, and then after. Where was that area? I forget. It was just along, it was south in between Greymouth and Franz Joseph, or around the Greymouth area.
0: What, this Airbnb? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, Punakaiki.
1: Mm, Punakaiki. And after that, we went to the Franz Joseph Glacier and got a little sneak peek of that. I obviously asked the tour guide a question, and I wasn't in a tour group. So
0: the first question.
1: Yep, the first question of the tour. <laughs> like the guy gives his host, and I, I think he was talking about the glaciers um, and how that one was receding, but this area seems like it is just carved by natural disasters like earthquakes and flooding, and I don't know if they get cyclones or hurricanes, but majorly earthquakes, volcanoes, and flooding, and so the Franz Josef has been receding and facing tons of flooding issues and landslides so I asked old mate what uh when was the last major flood and he answered I forget what he said I think he said like two years ago and it kind of wiped out the whole like nice hiking trail but I was the first one to ask in the group wasn't in the group that's and then he was like when
0: he was like we'll see it next and then like, Corey and I were not in the group.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and then they left, and we did not go with them. And then we, they were talking about something at a different stop as we were leaving the trail, and we just walked by them. So kind of awkward. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and one crazy fact about this area in New Zealand, they get at the tops of the Franz Josef um, Mountain, or I forget what mountain is called, but the Franz Josef Glacier, 30 meters, that's like 100 feet of, of rain a year. How is that possible? It's insane, that stat. I've never heard any more rainfall in a place, ever.
0: Yeah, it was beautiful the day that we went to the Franz Joseph Glacier. And, side note, gonna get back to the weather, but side note, we ran into our friend who we met um, on the camping (laughs) trip, who stayed at one of our campsites. We ran into him in the town of the Franz Josef Glacier. We were just crossing the street, and we had to pull over, and we're like, Dane! What's up, buddy? So that was funny. Yeah, Um, that was funny to see him. But, anyways, the weather was poor the day before. We went to the Franz Josef Glacier, and we went to this blue gorge. It was, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it was something like Hockey i don't know yeah. something gorge but it was the bluest water ever
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's just like i i've never, they they had some description of why it was that blue it's like a mix between like the glacial runoff silt and
0: and blue gatorade
1: yeah blue gatorade they just As that's Dane where said. Yeah, that's where blue gatorade is bottled from that <laughs> river so if you're ever wondering that's where, where blue wait gatorade isn't it called
0: from. um glacier freeze or something what is the blue one called? I thought
1: it was like ice or. Uh, um,
0: ice. I, yeah, something ice.
1: I know the orange one is just called orange.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, it downpoured when we went to this gorge. It was we were sopping wet.
1: Yeah, that was that was pretty uncomfortable. But a lot of rain in this area, so that's that's how it goes.
0: But beautiful, and we saw the first glacier. By the time we got to the next glacier, which was, was probably overcast. 20 minutes away, there was a cloud above it. So yeah. That's what happens. But that one's not a real point of interest. Everyone goes to the first glacier.
1: Yeah. Um, and then from there, we went down to Wanaka. And Wanaka seemed like a crazy... Well, just like my thoughts on why, like, why do these places exist? Like why is does tourism come to these places? And basically all the little towns in this area, Wanaka, Queenstown, Arrowhead, even Cromwell... Um, all were old mining towns. And they have, like, the town we're in now, Cromwell, has, like, still the old mining village. Like, the buildings look like they're from, like, the early 1900s. It's crazy. But, like, I don't know what draws, like, what's the initial thing that draws people to these places? Because Wanaka, everyone we talked to was like, yeah, there's not much there. There's that tree. (laughs) But I... I, But
0: huge tourist town. So, like, when you arrive, there's tourists flooding everywhere. So, like, if it's not much going on, why are they there? Like, like, why was the town there?
1: The scenery is beautiful. Like, it kind of reminded... I've never been to Lake Tahoe, but I think that's what Lake Taco Tahoe would look like. Lake Tahoe. Lake Taco. I wonder where that is. <laughs> uh, Mexico. Yeah. But, yeah, we got to see the Wanaka tree, and it was definitely one of those, like, Instagram versus reality things <laughs> where, like, you get the perfect picture of the Wanaka tree just out in the lake overlooking the mountains. So if you don't know what this tree is, we'll probably put a picture on our Instagram so you can take a look at it. But it's basically a tree that is probably grew in the lake or the lake rose and now it's just like a really cool tree growing out of the water and there's a great scenic mountain view in the background. There's no really any information on the tree, but it's just famous. It's a very famous tree.
0: Well, we probably didn't try Googling why. Yeah. <laughs> or how.
1: But they should have signs of the yeah, place. Yeah,
0: they should. Um, but there was a nice guitarist playing very peaceful music while looking at it, so that was beautiful. But way too many tourists just standing taking picture, pic- pictures of this tree. Like, it was funny because it's just a tree.
1: Yeah, it's just a tree, and everyone takes nice pictures of it, and that's good.
0: It did look more whimsical, but someone cut off the most whimsical-looking branch mm-hmm. in 2020, which is actually so awful. Sad. But we still take pictures of it, you know? Yeah. And when I worked for Land Zone Under the New Zealand um, blanket company, uh, I would put travel photos of New Zealand and the Wanaka tree would be a frequent picture on the page, but as I previously known it as that Wanaka tree.
1: Mm, yeah. We and had...
0: I had to retrain my brain to call it Wanaka because New Zealanders pronounce their letters differently.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a learning curve on learning how to speak. Um... Kiwi. Kiwi and Australian. (laughs) I always call uh, for Australian cars. You have to have the registration, and they all call it Rego. The Rego, but I just want to call it the Rego because all they do is spell R G O.
0: R E G O.
1: R E G O. So that's my um, learning curve for speech in Australia
0: no they just shorten normal words so like registration is rego yeah but and you know what I get else you, is nice you.
1: down here is like right now we're recording this it's nine o'clock and it is still bright out so like it, the sun doesn't set ever here and in wanaka we were like just moseying around and like oh my god it's eight forty-five. we have to go get some food
0: yeah everything was closing
1: Everything was closing. The only like places were open were like dingy bars that sold only like potato chips. Yeah,
0: their late night menus.
1: But but we, it was
0: so bright out at that time, so we didn't expect it.
1: Yeah, but we did happen upon this <laughs> Asian restaurant.
0: Well, I wanted Asian food. I, we're wanted, I wanted craving soup. soup. Um, and we went to this Asian place that rejected us. They were like, "Sorry, our kitchen's closed." Even though their time went till 10 p.m. on Google, Mm -hmm. but we wandered around, tried a place, tried a place, all late night menus. Then we find this other Asian um, restaurant that did not come up on Google. By the way, I clicked all of them that were open now, and there was really nothing. So we just happened upon this one that was up a staircase. Yeah. As we're going in. Great views. Yeah, it had great views of the city. We were gonna probably have to settle with a. Restaurant where we couldn't see anything or like the lake, but this one had a beautiful upstairs view of the lake with a big um, Deck, but as we're entering all these Asians are flooding out of the restaurant
1: walk-in All Chinese all Asian.
0: Yeah, every single person was Asian there except for us.
1: So, you know, it's gonna be good
0: I was so excited. I've never been more excited for Asian food in my life. It was so fancy in there, too I was telling Cory like we should have had our wedding reception in here (laughs) I don't know, it was
1: kind of, like, it was like the dingy rest, like, I, it wasn't dingy, but it had, like, all white leather chairs. Well, and they were fancy. They were fancy. They had, every table had, like, the sharing Lazy Susan on it.
0: Not our table, yeah. but a lot of them did, because they eat in big groups, and they share.
1: Yeah, so, I was like, oh my god, I don't know how this meal was going to be, and it was probably the best Chinese I've ever had.
0: Corey was worried, and I was I've never been more excited because I was like, if every single Asian in this town is eating dinner here at nine PM right now, it's gonna be the best food of our life.
1: It's gotta be. Yeah. And it, it was it, packed. I think it was the best the best Chinese food. Oh yeah, I've sorry, ever had. best
0: Chinese food. Yeah. It was amazing. So fresh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and after Wanaka we left and we had to come we had to leave pretty early to meet. So that was the night before the Super Bowl and so Monday. Was a Super Bowl here for us because we're Monday eight, afternoon. Yeah, eighteen hours ahead, but so we had to leave Wanaka early to get to Cromwell just so we can meet our next um, house sit. We uh, got we have, we have a, we're cat sitting right now for a cat named Charlie, and um, we had to meet the parents and just like say what's up and kind of talk to them. Yeah, for a they little were bit. really
0: chill. I was like, hey. Since they wanted to meet us before they left, I was like, can we just stop by and then get out of your hair before you go to the airport? And when we get out of, out of your hair, we're going to go watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And they were super chill. And they're like, yeah, that's perfect. Just like stop by briefly and then head out.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, it was nice. And so we, we stopped by, headed out, went to Queenstown, which is about an hour away. And we, the first place we go to was like, you what, you got tickets? no they were
0: like we're sold our tickets yeah go up the hill
1: yeah so we ended up going to this like uh mexican place that was pretty new and um great tvs great great spot to watch the game but the hostess sitting everyone down was like we were like can we sit right here at this like bar bar top and he was like no you have to sit over there i can't put you on a five top bar
0: and yeah, then, it was, like, a remote bar without, like, a real bar attached. It was just, like, a high table with, yeah. facing, with all the chairs facing one direction.
1: And so and I, he wouldn't
0: sit us there, but he put us at a normal four-top table and told us, I, if I get more people, I'm sitting them with you.
1: Yeah, and then, like, five minutes later, I see him go sit two people at a bar top. Yeah. But, so, and eventually... And then another
0: five minutes later, he sends a single woman to from, our table
1: from arkansas
0: but what bothered me the most was the girls next to us who are also two people at a four top they didn't get anyone we got the first extra person to come sit with us but it actually worked out because we only got this one lady and then they got a married couple and i don't think they talked to each other at all (laughs) those two groups
1: yeah, so this old lady, her name—well, she wasn't that old. She's
0: yeah, no, she wasn't that old.
1: Her name is Debbie. She's been in New Zealand, living here for like twenty years now. Yeah. I think she opened a 18. holiday park in Christchurch. Yep, and then just has been down here ever since. And
0: she married a New Zealander.
1: Yeah, we were, we were starting to talk to her, and we we're like, "Oh, do you like? Do you have? Who are you rooting for?" Because we were rooting for the Forty ers
0: Yeah, this was as she was sitting down. She's yeah. like, "Oh, can I sit with you guys?" And we were like, "Yeah." And she, I said, who are you rooting for? And she goes, really? I don't give a shit. <laughs> and she thought she was so funny. So I was like, oh, okay. And then by the end of the game...
1: She was absolutely going nuts. The game went into overtime. Spoiler. Um, 49ers <laughs> lost. Spoiler. Um, it's all rigged anyway, so it doesn't even matter.
0: I'll tell you next year's results, too. Yeah.
1: Um... The, so she was like absolutely hollering when like the forty ers were doing anything good. She was like, yeah, like screaming louder than we were. Like, she
0: jumped up and was like, go, go, go.
1: Yeah, I think she got she really got into the game, and it was it was kind of funny to see the transition. Like she slowly was like clapping louder and louder, and then like at the end of the game, she was going nuts. So good to see lively NFL fans in new zealand and uh, the majority of the crowd in new zealand or at least in the mexican place we were at was 49ers fans there was a couple chiefs fans so that was annoying when they won
0: like one table in the middle yeah um
1: yeah and we got to explore queenstown a bit which is just a gorgeous gorgeous um place i can see why like they call it the adventure capital of the world there's like everything to do uh, mountain biking, there's like ski slopes right nearby. I, it reminds me of like a Vale Breckenridge, or like Telluride, Colorado. Kind of all like super outdoorsy town, high-end, like super nice stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think they want to live up to the name of Adventure Capital of the World. They have like these crazy jet boat rides that go super fast over shallow river water. Mm-hmm. And then they have honestly anything you can think of. They have these sharks where you can go into like this shark machine and drive it through the lake. It's like a torpedo. Yeah. That jumps
1: out of the, it's like a jet ski that you can go under the water and like, like dolphin, like, I don't know what they call it. Like,
0: like launch yourself in the air and go back under.
1: Yeah. Like imagine a dolphin jumping through a wake. That's what they do in this like torpedo shark thing.
0: And it's a one person thing I saw. Yeah, I'd be terrified. Um, but
1: it's also like very luxury too. the place. Like There's uh, really nice houses, nice hotels. And one of the nice experiences is the onsen, hot tub, spa place. And we didn't, like, we don't...
0: Faye told us about it. Yeah, Faye told us about it. And told us to do it to recover from our walk with our sore feet.
1: Yeah, and the way we roll in life is to book things last minute. Mm -hmm. And so we were looking into it, and then, Maxie, I think you found something. It was like, oh, you could do it for half price if you go, like... And it all goes to charity.
0: Yeah, I'm a pro at looking for promo codes. And what I stumbled upon was you can get a half price hot tub soak for charity. We love and it charity. Goes, yeah, we love charity. And it yeah. goes to the Queenstown Trails to upkeep their trails. So that's even better.
1: Yeah, love trails, love charity. So this is just like the most Instagrammable like, hot tub you could ever see. And we actually got upgraded i don't know why they're doing like maintenance on r1 so we got like a nicer hot tub which was cool but it has it's overlooking a crystal blue river and a mountain range and it's just like super relaxing it's all supposed to be like mountain water in the hot tub with good minerals and stuff but that was a really fun experience and like,
0: yeah i loved it and i loved paying half price for it you just had to go at 8:30 if you got the they only had one slot a day to get the half price one.
1: Yeah. And, and it's it was nice because that morning was fairly cool. So it was like...
0: Perfect for a hot tub.
1: Perfect for a hot tub. Exactly. I Better would probably, than midday. Yeah. I would go back if it was like snowing or something. I think that would be even cooler. Yeah.
0: That'd be so cool. So you'll see that on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. It was beautiful view. Yeah.
1: And another thing that is famous for this area is the Ferg Burger. Like...
0: So well, many people told us about it. Like, so many people, fam, family, like Ferg Burger, this, Ferg Burger, that. We find they like
1: have they it started as just one restaurant, a burger shop, and now it's like Mrs. Ferg's, it's an ice cream place, and Ferg, Fergie Hut Jr. Is, <laughs> is a bakery,
0: Ferg Bar,
1: yeah, Ferg Bar. They have a bar, so it started as just a burger shop, and we were. I think was it the same day we were there or was this a different day we were this went was water
0: right water? after the hot tubs. We yeah. went into um Queenstown.
1: Just to explore. Maybe no, together.
0: we're going to get green juice because we're oh, like, yeah. we're so rejuvenated after that spot. It was 830 in the morning. So now it's like 930. Let's get a juice.
1: Just get it fully cleansed going on. You know, you start the day off right. And then
0: we couldn't find a juice shop.
1: Couldn't find a good juice shop. All the reviews are bad. And we were just walking around. I was like, all right, let's just park here and walk around. And we were going to go to the
0: bakery, the Ferg Bakery to see what was, why all these people were outside already.
1: Exactly. And they have a line at 10 in the morning for the burgers
0: so we didn't realize i think Corey might have realized that everyone was waiting for burgers i thought that they were at the bake shop right next to it yeah
1: and so i was like we might as well just get burgers (laughs) so so we waited probably 20 minutes in the line and we finally got our burgers people don't know how to order you know like you know, this, when you're going through, like, TSA and you do a good job, no one's like, good job, you were quick through TSA. And
0: efficient.
1: People don't know how to order, you know? Like, you have your menu, you know it's a burger, you just, like, Especially order.
0: Especially at a place like this, where it's like, everyone is going for the, the Ferg Burger at yeah. Ferg Burger. So, you get the Ferg Burger.
1: So, I just want some people to tell me, hey, you did a good job ordering, like, that, I think actually Maxie did all the ordering, so she did a good job yeah, of I ordered People for the to... two
0: of us in 20 seconds. Yeah. I was like, we'll both have the Ferg burger. He'll have cheddar, I'll have blue cheese, and we'll get fries with aioli.
1: Boom, Because we had it. to
0: choose the sauce, so. Had all our selections locked and ready to go.
1: But what did you think about the burger?
0: Honestly, trash. The burger we had a few days before in Nelson was by far a million times better. Like... I don't get why there was a there's a crowd at all hours of the day for this burger I don't get it
1: I, I don't get the draw I mean I guess it's a famous place and like I mean the, I think what tasted the best on the burger was the vegetables on it like it had good fresh lettuce and onion and some sort of sauce like the the meat wasn't like it tasted like just a frozen patty to me yeah me
0: too yeah. honestly it was like a fine burger but I wouldn't I do not understand why there would be a line ever. Let alone a massive line. Also, that's why we ended up there at ten in the morning because the line wasn't. We had seen it at dinner time, and we were never going to stand in the dinner time line, so might as well stand in the breakfast line. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But my there was only blue cheese on like my first two bites, and then maybe the last bite. But like, the thirty bites in between were just plain.
1: Yeah, like when people talk about like having a really good burger, I feel like the. The, the key part is having good-tasting meat, like, a good bun. And I didn't think it had either of those. So, I, I would say if you're in Queenstown... You don't should, go. I think you should still go. No! Yeah, just to just be like, I guess I've done it. Like, I've it's had the that burger. not big of a deal. You don't need the fries. Like, the
0: fries were bad. The were salt Yeah. And the aioli was bad. It was just mayo.
1: Yeah, their fancy mayo was just mayo.
0: Um, but... They had really good branding from a marketing perspective, so good for them. Good for them. I think that's why people are lined up because the branding makes it look delicious.
1: Yeah, it does. And there were
0: literally Asians outside photographing everyone their first bites. bites. Like they had professional DSLR cameras with long lenses up at their friend's face taking the first bite. Also, iPhone cameras at the same person's mouth taking pictures of her first bite. So like. People need to chill. It's not that big of a deal.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we've also had other, like, that was a pretty crazy dinner experience, but I don't think it matches all our... That was
0: breakfast.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that was, but just like the food experiences here, like, we've had pretty good, uh, like, the Chinese place was good Ferg burgers, fine.
0: The burger in Nelson was the, maybe the best burger of my life.
1: Yeah, but we definitely had an interesting,
0: uh... Valentine's Day.
1: Valentine's Day, yeah.
0: Well, it was a great Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, it was great. We went to a bunch of wineries that this area is known for in Bannockburn something.
0: Bannockburn. Bannockburn, yeah. Right outside of Cromwell on the way to Queenstown. There's like
1: 20 wineries all lined up next to each other, but for some reason they were all closing at like 4 o'clock on Valentine's Day, which was kind of odd. But we went to like 5, 4,
0: Maybe three. Three
1: three of them? But
0: we stayed for a long period of time.
1: Yeah, uh, they were really nice and... So everything was closing at, um, well, actually, what was well, your favorite one? We, had, we
0: arrived at like one, so we had time. Yeah. But, um, so Carrick was our first one. It had a beautiful view of the lake. I love that. that we got to sit view, on the yeah. lawn and do a tasting. But it was like a self-tasting where you read the paper. The second one was Mount um, Difficulty, Difficulty, which also makes Roaring Mag. And we had a fantastic UK gay tasting server, and he was so fun.
1: Yeah, he told us a little story about who Roaring Meg is, and let's just say she was a party girl that uh, would go into these mining towns and you know, just work her life there.
0: Yeah, so the Mount Difficulty makes a label called Roaring Meg, and it's in all the restaurants and grocery stores here.
1: And it's classified as their party girl Their
0: cheaper, party, easy-to-drink wine. Yeah,
1: so that's named (laughs) after the Meg. And then we went to probably the most personable, and I thought it was probably the best one. I forget, what was the name?
0: Domain Estate?
1: Yeah, Domain Estate.
0: Oh, that was so fun. So they, like, forced us to be with three other adults who were re- definitely retired. It was a brother and a sister and a wife. um, And they were so fun. and
1: Yeah, very cool people. Yeah, they've gone, they went to, the like, the tasting multiple times because the, the guy, his name was Simon, he was basically giving us the tour himself. He was like, yeah, the grapes are grown right there. They all handpick them. But this wine is actually from this vineyard and another vineyard on the other side of the hill and that's why it's just a little bit cheaper than this one where all the grapes so he was just
0: yeah and his sister was like shut up they're not gonna be able to tell us anything (laughs) because you're telling them everything but the workers barely told us anything about the wine they were just like having a fun time with us
1: yeah they were really cool and there was
0: so much time between each wine like they were letting us really enjoy it
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah that one was also you didn't have to pay for tastings um but it was uh, nice
0: yeah so and then
1: that led into what we wanted to do for dinner so cromwell obviously we didn't book anything because that's what we do we just don't book things
0: i mean we just Maybe fly by I the seat of our pants yeah. um but cuz you know like one recommendation from a local leads to
1: another thing yeah, yeah
0: so why plan ahead
1: And so there was, like, there's a few restaurants in this town, Cromwell. It's, like, pretty small.
0: Wait, side note, our Airbnb host at Wanaka, he told us to go to Bannockburn. True. So, great recommendation.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So. (laughs) Sorry. We we start our search for where we want to eat. Like, we probably should have had some food at the wineries, but, like, we didn't. And we're like, all right, let's go. It's pretty early. It's 5 o'clock. We'll probably get in, like, anywhere. There's not really anywhere to go. And the first place we go to, um, we walk in, I think we're the only ones in there, maybe one other person. We're like, oh, I don't really like the vibes here. It's Valentine's Day. Let's, we want something a little better. And we look at the menu a little bit and there's like four things on the menu. And the hostess, well, before she was sitting down, the hostess uh, was like, oh, like we don't have this and we don't have that because we're doing that next door. And then I was like, oh, what's next door? And she's like, oh, that's the wine, or that's the Valentine's Day night. And I was like, oh, can we get into that? And she was like, no, I'm sorry, it's fully booked. And I'm like, oh, it's a small town. I don't think things are fully booked. And we're like, all right, we'll get out of here. We're not going to eat here. There's like two things on the menu. And
0: Yeah, there were like four things. And then when she took the other things off, it was like two things. <laughs> yeah.
1: So then we're like, all right, let's see what's, what's next on the list. And did we go to uh, Victoria's? Yeah,
0: Corey wanted to go to this, because Cromwell, so this town we're staying in with the cat, right outside of Queenstown, it's beautiful, Um, and they have an old town that looks like the set of a western film, but they actually have those businesses still in business, and it's kept up as if it's like antique and it's adorable, Mm -hmm. so they have a famous restaurant called Victoria Arms Hotel.
1: Yeah, and this was... I don't know, worse than the eel pot?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it was. Or the elm, not the eel pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The elm similar was. Similar to both? Yeah, similar to both, just very divey. Just bigger. All good old boys' club paint, playing pool in there. I was loving it. All
0: single old men in there. The
1: menu was just appetizers.
0: The menu was the craziest menu I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. It was like. It was
0: also like four options. One was. A selection of fried like frozen foods basically what Water's Edge gives you for past hors d'oeuvres at your wedding just all defrosted frozen fried foods like fried moots fried jalapeno bites fried this fried that fried moots all in one platter that's one meal option The second one was what, like fried fishes?
1: Yeah, basically it was just all fried foods. No, it gets better.
0: The third option was to have both the fried, the first fried option of the appetizers and the fried fishes. And then the fourth option was, was to just have. Just all
1: of it. Yeah. yeah,
0: just like all of it and then like one some extra thing. things yeah. thrown in.
1: It but, was so sketch. Yeah, so that was vetoed very quickly. And then the well, next one. I wanted to stay and I was I like, stayed.
0: no, it's Valentine's Day. This is sketch. Yeah.
1: So then the next spot we went to, fully booked. The next spot we went to, didn't exist. The next spot we went to, didn't exist. Then we see... Soon- oh, and
0: the wind started picking up and it was just miserable.
1: Oh, it was just not a good time. The next spot we went to, sold out. The next spot we went to, we didn't like. And then we finally settled on just like a little brewery.
0: Yeah, and... He wasn't exaggerating by listing all those things. Oh, for seven. We went to seven places. Oh, for seven. And then, after dinner, well, it took forever to get our dinner at this one place. Oh, yeah. But after dinner, we are like...
1: Let's go get ice cream.
0: Yeah, they do... It's a fruit farming town, Cromwell, so they do real fruit ice cream, where they, in front of you, blend fruit into the ice cream, into a soft serve, and it's amazing. Um,
1: And we're pulling... So we picked one spot, and we're pulling up and we're or open
0: till 8 it's only 6:40 yeah
1: apple maps says open till 8 google. And, and google maps and so we get out of the car probably 30 feet away is like the little ice cream truck the lady is like now we're walking towards her she sees us she hops runs out of her ice cream truck slams the two doors shut the windows the two windows shut and then runs back in And now we're, like, as she's running in, we're at the door. And we're, like, hey. And she's, like, sorry, closed.
0: Yeah, she opens the door just to say, sorry, I'm closing it. Yeah. And then she shuts it again.
1: So. So I didn't
0: even get to say this says open till 8. Because she just, like, didn't care at all. And, like, just turned around and kept trying to shut things down. But she was just chilling in it when we pulled up. She looked at us. And, like, looked at us directly in the eyes and started closing it up.
1: Yeah, quickest ice cream mover I've ever seen. She shut that shut that down quick.
0: Honestly, it was such a rude move, and I never write reviews, but I wrote them a review saying, like, you guys are supposed to be open till 8, and this girl literally made eye contact with us pulling up and then shut her, <laughs> shut everything down and told us we couldn't have ice cream. So we went to this other place.
1: Yeah, who was also, like...
0: Well, they were closing at... Seven. Yeah. So by the time we got there, ice cream was-
1: places need to close eleven o'clock. Yes, ten o'clock.
0: <laughs> it's summer here.
1: Yeah, they. This place closing at seven.
0: So by the time we drove all the way to the it other place, it was like six
1: fifty, and
0: and this was where we had dinner in this area. So we had to drive back to that area.
1: Yeah, and the lady was like, "Oh, I shut that machine down, but I got you some saved. Like she pre-made a bunch of them, I guess, and put them in cones and stuff. So that was super cool.
0: Yeah, she was nice yeah so
1: that was our valentine's day um but a little we also hectic
0: but amazing yeah it was a little hectic
1: <laughs> that was valentine's day um New Zealand time, so we also had a fun valentine's day u s time
0: yeah
1: and we did a little something that i don't know we stepped outside of our comfort zone
0: yeah it's something I have not stopped thinking about since the moment we met the wonderful cat parents and drove to see the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We had to drive by the home of the original bungee jump. Yes. AJ Hackett, who's a 65-year-old man now, invented the bungee jump on this bridge. And um, it's just right in between Cromwell and Queenstown, so we had to drive by it. And
1: Yeah, at first I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I don't need to do that. But like, in, there was like some sort of seed planted in the back of Maxie's mind where she saw it and she's like, I need to do this, like.
0: Yeah, we both, before we got to Queenstown, we both agreed that, like, bungee jumping wasn't for us.
1: Yeah, like, I was like, oh, I don't really need to do that. I'd probably rather do something. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, one day we just, like, went there and, like, let's watch it a little bit.
0: Well, I was, like, I told Corey, I was like, please pull in after the Super Bowl. And he did not pull in. And I was like, why didn't you pull in? Because I had it in the back of my head, like, I needed to do this. (laughs) And so he was like, oh, we'll go tomorrow. So then the next day, I was like, pull in, we're watching them. And we spent, like, two hours watching strangers. Yeah,
1: it was pretty cool to watch. I mean, like, some people get, like, dunked in the water and other some people... Some people... Back out. Yeah, like, back at the out. Top, which is, <laughs> I was like, going
0: to use a different word.
1: Embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so um, today we woke up and we were like, let's do it.
0: Well, yeah, so while we were watching them, I was like, I kind of want to do it, Corey. And he was like, oh, I don't want to do it. And... I, I was like, well, would you if I did it? And he was like, yeah. So we kind of got on the same page that we were going to do it. We figured we would do Valentine's Day. And when we woke up in the morning, it just like, just kind of was a hectic day already in the morning. So we were like, let's not do it today. Oh, yeah. And then today.
1: We sent it down there.
0: As soon as they opened, we started getting in the car, and we started heading over.
1: Yeah, and one of the people we talked to the other day was like, oh, yeah, just show up, and you can go in, like, 15 minutes. So we're like, all right, we don't need to book anything. Classic. (laughs) Um, And Well,
0: also, like, I don't want to book it in advance and then get nervous that I have to do it along the car ride.
1: Yeah, so, but we we went up there, signed up. Maxie was going half an hour before me because she wanted to go first. And she wanted to They didn't have
0: like room for two people to go around the same time.
1: Yeah, so you got up there and tell us tell us how it went.
0: Ooh. Um, I would say that I secretly knew I was gonna do this for like three or four days now. And I would say I was more scared secretly keeping this to myself for the past four days that I was gonna do this and like bullying myself in my own head. That I had, like, <laughs> there was no reason that I needed to do this. But, like, m- my brain just was like, you, you got to try it. So it was more scary the past few days always thinking about it than actually being up there and, like, going through the motions. I would say I was nervous, like, in the car ride and, like, getting ready to head out to the bridge um, while we were in the house still. Mm-hmm. But by the time we, I signed up and, like, checked in, I was just, like let's do this. Mm -hmm. And I made friends with the girl in front of me and the girl behind me in line. And I was very calm. Corey even left me to go like photograph from down below. And he left me like, I want to say like 40 minutes before they actually took me. Yeah.
1: I I thought they were going to take you sooner, but like it was kind of a leading process was, was the probably the most nerve wracking thing, just standing up there and and waiting and waiting and waiting. But it it, maxi did a fantastic job
0: yeah Uh, so um they asked me like how are you feeling and i was like yeah i'm feeling all the emotions and they're like great that's what you want right and i was like yep and then another girl like 10 minutes later she was like okay are you we're almost ready to do this how are you feeling and i was like yeah i'm not going to think about it until i'm in the air so i'm doing great yeah so that was kind of like how it went the people that work there are so 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 nice yeah, like that's like my favorite mini, part mini
1: therapists kind yeah. of because they kind of have to like if people are like worried about it they gotta be like oh yeah you got this don't worry they're they're super chill super nice and every single staff member there was awesome they
0: say the most reassuring things and i didn't like vent to them or say i was worried or anything but we heard them talking to other people and yeah. they were just oh. and they're just so kind so um i think that was my favorite part was interacting with all the workers they're all great people.
1: And what did you think? Do you think it was something that you enjoyed? Like, would you, would you become a pro bungee?
0: No. Um, so I had to talk myself into this the past few days. And I asked a bunch of people questions that day that we spent two hours watching. And even like during our wineries, we ran into someone that did a big bungee, even taller one. And he gave us advice. So like, I spent, Analyzed this in my head over and over like how it was gonna go and it did not feel the way that I expected it It honestly felt more of the way I expected it before everyone reassured me like it was kind of painful And when the rope does jerk you around your body is like ow like my body's being flung oh, yeah. um, Everyone was like oh, no, you're overthinking it's It's gonna be natural. It's gonna you're not even gonna think about your body being yanked no, I thought about it. Mm-hmm. It kind of hurt, but it wasn't, like, painful where I'd, like, be upset about it. It was just, like, ow. And then um, free-falling was honestly the scariest part because just so much air coming at my face. <laughs> nah, yeah.
1: It's just, like, one big trust fall, you know? Like
0: Yeah. I'm so happy I did it. It was a great experience. I am thrilled with myself, and I'm thrilled with Corey. Yeah. But, like... I don't think it was an enjoyable, like, thing to want to, like, rush up and do a second jump because they offer a huge discounted second
1: second jump jump
0: for $75. And they have a
1: bunch of different options on the second jump. Like, you could, uh, just, like, someone can hold you by the back and, like, then drop you. Or you can, like, one of them was, like, do a handstand off it. Um, there's another one where you can get Spartan kicked off it, which I think (laughs) was the funniest one. That's so funny. Um... But would you bungee again? Do you love bungee, and is it your passion to bungee?
0: No. If I can't bungee, what has this all been about? Yeah. No, but I honestly wouldn't do it again unless there was like some great selling point. I loved that this was exactly the bridge that it was invented on by AJ Hackett. Um, I think that was, and it was my first jump ever, so I got to try. I'm thrilled mm. I did it. But I don't think that I would be, like, seeking out bungee Jumps throughout the world. Probably a skydive next. So tell me about your experience, because Corey had to wait and, like, hear my review. And I didn't want to give him too much information and scare him, because I didn't necessarily love it.
1: Yeah, I consider myself a little bit of adrenaline seeker. And I liked it. I I don't think I would, like, I wasn't eager to just go again. But it was kind of crazy, um the experiences, like just the the feeling of just standing on the edge of the bridge and then just slowly falling, looking, looking over the, uh, the water. And then you're free falling and you're like, Oh, is this actually going to catch me? Or I'm just going to hit the water. And I went waist deep in the water. I like, so you have the, some people have the option to hit the water. If you're like right in the white weight class, like you have to be at the upper end of the weight class of the rope you can't be at like the lower or middle end. So they asked me if I wanted to hit the water and I said, I want to go all the way in. <laughs> so yeah. And I did go like up to my waist in the water, which was like shocking. Cause when you're falling, you're like looking down and like everything's happening so fast. And then just like the rope catches you and slows you down a little bit, a little bit, and then you're in the water and then it flings you back up. So, so
0: high. yeah,
1: it, it is, it is a crazy experience. Like, the feeling like I never wanted to bungee ever like yeah this
0: was not on our bucket list
1: yeah but it was really cool to do and I'm happy we did it yeah
0: it was so much fun like I was dangling there and I couldn't stop smiling so like I don't want to give the wrong impression it's fun
1: yeah bungee is fun
0: I think it looks like the act of people bouncing on the bungee the bungee rope
1: yeah the
0: bouncy bungee rope looks a lot more fun than it feels if you're in the on the rope yeah. And like you think it you think it would be much more fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun though. It
1: is fun. And Maxi said that when I was going on my bungee, people were like since I hit the water and went in, people were like cheering for me. So yeah. I think I might have a new career path.
0: Yeah, they were definitely like, Yeah oh my god <laughs> He went far. Like some yeah. people just dipped their head in a little bit. Corey went pretty far. Yeah,
1: I went so deep into the water. It was it was it was good old fun.
0: They told me I couldn't go in because I just didn't weigh enough. But Yeah, skydiving next. (laughs) Yeah,
1: skydiving next, so we'll see how it goes, but I think...
0: Kidding, but maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe, probably not, though.
0: If we find a cool spot. I, like, want to skydive in a place that's worth it. Like the Whitsundays? Yeah, or Hawaii, like somewhere with a great view.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but so next time you hear from us, we will probably be... Well, this week we're... Looks like we're doing a couple more days in Wanaka here, or not Wanaka in Cromwell here, and then we're heading down down under, getting back in the land of Australia, and we're going way down under. We're going to Tassie, so you know all those Tasmanian tigers that devils. are out there. Tasmanian devils—they're <laughs> out there, and we're gonna find them.
0: And wombats.
1: Yeah, I hope we see a wombat. Fun fact about wombats. They poop in cubes.
0: Like a machine. Yeah,
1: so if you see cubed little (laughs) poop that comes from a wombat and nothing else. Yeah,
0: we're so excited to be back in Australia. So.
1: Yeah, we're going to be doing some fun stuff there and hopefully buying a car.
0: (laughs) You heard it here first. Heard it here first. Backpackers. Yeah,
1: we are definitely going to be living out of a car for a couple days. Uh, Maybe weeks. I don't think so.
0: Uh, Well, maybe. I guess we have uh, plenty of months to plan out. Mm -hmm. But.
1: Yeah, that's all for now.
0: Good day, everybody.
1: Good day.